get a wrong note there? Yeah, you gotta have to repeat yourself there, mate. Fuck me, shit, boy. Like, fuck, it's Hey, Daddy. G'day, everyone. Welcome back to the FIFO Fam Podcast. I'm your host, Boyd King, and tonight we're chucking the gloves on because we're going to be taking a few stabs at each other. <laughs> Me and old Nana here with her hot Milo. Hey, I swapped it out for a vodka. No, we're just going to be chatting about a couple of our pet peeves about each other in our little get-to-know-each-other series because, uh, yeah, I've had a few people message in and um, they want to get to know us a bit better, so hopefully give us a bit of an insight. Give you guys, sorry, a bit of an insight into what we're like. Um, we just did an episode on that. Yeah, exactly. It was part of, part of the series, mate. Oh, Alfie, okay. what are you doing, mate? Sort your so life this is out. a series on Get to Know Us. So, like, we're really in-depth people now. Yeah, yeah. People want to hear all about us. We are. We have depth. <laughs> Righto. We'll get straight into it. Pet okay. peeve number one Pet peeve for, number for one. you. Oh, well, this is something that I said in the one... Just gone. Listening. Void and listening is a non-existent thing in our household. I don't even think it goes in one ear and out the other. It would have to go in the ear to make that statement work. I don't think that happens. I think it just is non-existent listening. <laughs> um, hmm? I'm getting Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're not listening. Yeah, cool. You said something? Um. And that, that is probably my biggest pet peeve. Listening. It doesn't happen. I say things ten times over. Um, this is why I plan out the weeks before Boyd even gets home and insist on him knowing what happens through text messages because then he can go through and read text messages through the calendar. And, yeah, because... You're listening. Uh, is it a male thing? Is this a constant thing through males or what happens? Cause, I don't know. Or is it to do with the mum brain and I constantly um, I don't, my brain doesn't stop so I'm constantly going through everything and, yeah, I forget things but then I'm constantly remembering things as well whereas you just will have the same conversation three times in half an hour. Right, I might. Well, just, yeah, probably just going on that, you were talking about how you like to plan the weeks out, but then you have to repeat yourself. But that's probably my, one of my pet peeves is when you over plan the week and before I know it, I don't even get a say in what we're doing for the week. Hey, hey that does not happen. Let, I've got the, I've got the speaking oh, ball. You've got the baton. Yeah, I've got the baton. So okay. shut up. Okay. Nah, yeah, like. I know you say like nothing would happen if you don't plan it, but I'd rather that than over planning. And but maybe that works for you because then you leave and you go away for seven days and you're doing your job and that's fine for you. But if I don't plan the week, we do nothing, and then I'm left with double the work, double the jobs. We've got you know if I don't think about it and over plan. I'm left with two weeks worth of washing, two weeks worth of housework, two weeks worth of catch-ups or people that yeah. are constantly trying to be like, when's, when's Boyd home or, you know, when's Boyd away so that I can see you. If I don't plan that, I am left with the the, lo- the load. <laughs> I'm left with it when you leave. Yeah, well, it, 
that comes with comp- compromise though because it when when I come home it's a break for you from no it's the, not well, not a complete break but you get an extra set of hands to help out yes oh to a degree we're also just so busy you play football on a Saturday that's not an extra set of hands that's an extra job load for me to counter into my week you go to football training at least once a week that's another night that I do so yes to somewhat but then I also work longer hours so I do more work I also have to explain to someone it's like getting someone fresh into your household every week that I have to explain what's happening what's been done what hasn't been done what the kids are eating like it's a constant extra job role for me to then explain everything. Especially when I'm not listening. Especially when you're not fucking listening. Especially. Especially. Okay. So, like, I get it. Yeah. It, it's just because when I'm home, it, you get a little bit of a foot off the pedal. I know, you, yeah. you know you're going on there. You've still got a shitload of stuff to do on jobs and it's an extra workload in itself, me coming home. But it is my break from work. And some weeks, we've been pretty good recently. We've had like one just home day where we absolutely do nothing. A couple of little jobs around the house and getting a few things done. But then we'll just chill out and watch a couple of movies. <laughs> but those weeks that we've just got literally something on every day. And I know footy plays into that now. So that's one extra day a week that it's clogged up. But. It just feels like I don't get a break at all and then we're straight back into work. But then, like, do you see where, for me, like, that's where I'm trying to counteract you missing out on things and or us both missing out on things because often the things that we're going to, we go to as a family yeah. to catch up with other families. Um, so when you're away, some of those can't happen. So when you're home... I'm like, okay, we've got to do this. We've got to do this. We've got to catch up with your mum. Like, we've got to, like, that all adds in. And unfortunately, yeah, they get busy. But if I don't plan it and if I don't line it up. We can't fit in the most prioritised things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, and I understand that. But, yeah, so, some of the weeks that, especially if it's just been a long week and I get home, and it's, I just want, you know, one day just to chill out and I come home and you've got your whole bloody calendar filled out with, things to do sometimes it's just a bit of a downer and yeah it's a bit of a peeve and i'm sure a lot of workers will relate but it it is understandable from your point of view but but it's a peeve from both ends like i completely agree like i would much rather have you know a week where i i don't know all of a sudden don't get backlogged on the washing and all of that and we just stop and do nothing or you know just literally go out every day doing fun nothing things but unfortunately you come home you bring a load of washing and then before you leave all your washing from the week has to be done otherwise i yes i often don't do it but this week in particular i was determined to have all the washing done because our washing machine's fucked as it is and it's middle of winter so washing takes longer to dry Mm. and when you leave and you leave me an entire load of washing, it just automatically, these sort of things backlog my week. And I've got two kids who yep. 
through winter create at least two loads of washing, like two sets of clothes to wash every yep. day. I swear, I swear half of your conversations on this podcast are about washing and washing. how much washing you do. I do a lot of fucking washing and vacuuming. Well, that goes with the second one in your little list I can see there. Maybe well, it's on the floor. Well, I, I said this in the last podcast too. Like literally you leave for work and it's like an alien has abducted you and left. Like they've just incinerated you and all your clothes have fallen to the floor as you pulled your drawers out. And that's how you leave. Draw out clothes on the floor as if they've fallen from your body. You like that, wouldn't you? <laughs> it's a but big pet peeve because I big pet peeve. fucking hate it. Because it's one thing to deal with it when you're home because I'm like, oh, cool. Like you've just done that and then you've come down to, I don't know, watch a movie or have coffee, have go out and mow the lawns. Like it makes sense when you're home. Yeah. But when you do it. And then you leave the house for a week and I come back from dropping you at the airport and I come back and I'm like, oh, cool, there's all your clothes and everything dirty right there in the middle of the walkway. It's my robe. You shouldn't have to go in there. You've got three quarters of your clothes over my side of it. It goes to the ensuite. What do you want me to do? Walk around it. Pet peeve. Yeah. Righto. Got another one. Uh, Keep swinging. Huh? Keep swinging. Well, I thought you would have one. We're going tit for tat, aren't we? Are we? Tit for tit. Tit for tit. <laughs> now you go again. I'll think of one. Oh, you can't think of any because no, I'm amazing. you're perfect. <laughs> and here you are just ragging on me, knocking me down. No, these aren't like... No, like we said, they, these are just little pet peeves. They're not things we absolutely hate about each other. They're just those little oh, annoying things, <laughs> those little thorns in the side that just... Come up every now and then or more than often. I have to say that Boyd and I, well, you and I, have developed a way of just talking to each other, which probably in our first couple of years we didn't do very well. And we, rather than, I I particular, particularly, used to hold on to things until they exploded inside of me. And just then I would just, I wouldn't even be able to voice them in any way. I would just explode. And that's something that I guess we learn as a couple together how to not do that and yeah. how to just speak. So we don't have a lot of, a lot of negativity towards each other. All these pet peeves are things that we talk about. And little fun things we joke about as well. But yeah. like, they are annoying, but they're just stuff that we, can pick on each other about and make a bit of fun because we do we do talk about it and we do relate and we understand each other's um, sides on these because I you know the listening I'm like okay like you you're home sometimes you zone out I get it sometimes you don't like yeah all of them we relate on both paths because we talk about it yeah um, that that honestly that was one of my other pet peeves is how. You just hold on to arguments, or you used to. You obviously we're good now. We've learned how to actually talk to each other. Yeah. But yeah, like I'd a lot of the time I used to just cave and go whatever, have it your way, just to not have to deal with the argument anymore. And that wasn't really healthy for anyone because I got out of it 
not getting my way or my say well, in the no argument. conversation was had exactly yeah no, no conversation i'd just go yeah you're right whatever and move on whereas now we actually have a conversation and why something affects me negatively and why i don't like something that you're doing or you've said instead of just going oh no that's fine and brushing it off because that leads you to thinking that that's how uh, something you can say or that's how you can treat me in the future is okay but even like it, what was happening is I wouldn't even voice why I was feeling this way. No, you'd literally give me the silent treatment and, and then, wouldn't talk yeah. at all. And then you'd just say, okay, like, are we good now? So neither of us would understand where each other were going with yeah. this. And it would just, it would kind of simmer down because we'd, we'd have it out. And then it would just sit there and reboil. And neither of us would ever actually discuss why we were annoyed. I would never tell you why I was upset yep. Yep. and you would never understand, you would never hear it. And then you would never voice why you were annoyed at me yeah. for for being so silent and angry. And it took us a little while. That was my, that was my mechanism. Yeah. I would just, I would just keep everything inside and then all of a sudden I would explode and it would be 20 things that I was upset about. Yeah. Or- and, and it all hit me at the same time. And then, I get annoyed at that because I have to take so much in and I'm like, well, what is the one thing you're worried about? And you're dishing all this other shit at me. And Or like I'm like, oh, you didn't put a dish in the sink and you and I'm literally going wild. You, and you're like, I didn't put a dish in the sink. What's happening? Yeah. But in my mind, it's all these other things. That's that- just the trigger that sets off all the other shit. Yeah. 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 But so- the perfect example was oh, literally last night when we were, yes. we were out and I, I was just in, I don't know, I was just a – bit nonchalant and a bit bit tired bit tired not really with it kind of thing and I, I was just a bit blunt with Kayla and then she got shitty at me because she said you know a couple of times during the night I'll oh, just perk up a bit and then it got like oh and I was fine it was just you know maybe a 10 minute lapse there where Kayla probably copped all of me just being blunt and she had enough and she stopped speaking to me for a bit and it was that no that- I said I said I'm I'm sick of your attitude and you literally just went, oh, right, mate, and then blew me off. And then you came at me with, like, all this, like, fun, happy, you know, like not, like you which, hadn't said anything asshole to me all night. Yeah. Well, which was the mood that I was in. I, I was in a fun mood. It was just that 10 minutes. Yeah. But then um, when I noticed that you were you were sort of giving me the cold shoulder, I was like, all right, yeah, I noticed I was being a dick, so I'm going to address it straight away. Yeah. And we talked about it and... Went and um, shot some beer pong and... We literally, yeah, we literally just went, I feel like you were doing this. And you went, yeah, you're right, I was. And then in your mind, you went, okay, cool. I'm just going to, I'm going to perk up. That's, yeah. you know, that's what I need to do. Yeah. Um, But you didn't kind of address the fact that you were kind of being a bit dicky. Yeah. And you kind of, in some cases, that would work. Yeah. I would have been like, sweet, we're on here, yeah. we're back. But it kind of went on too long and I went, no, 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 you need to address it. You need to, you know, go, okay, cool, shit, sorry, yeah. I'm back. I'm out yeah. of that mood, I'm better. And that's what I wanted. And so we did that. Yeah, think, thinking back on like some of the arguments that we have had in the past, like, yeah, that one sort of just perfectly demonstrates sort of what we've what we've become. Like it's... Figuring out sort of what, well, not figuring out, but addressing the problem and what I was doing wrong that was upsetting you or making you angry. 
But in and both just, cases. Yeah, like, and, yeah, and just coming up with a solution to rectify it. Yes. Yeah. Like I very easy. much I very much try to acknowledge when I'm being cold or moody, I will now like I'll say something and then I'll come back probably with, within like a minute and be like, shit, that was bad. Yeah, you, you pick yourself up on it a lot more these days yeah. for sure. And yeah. I'm literally like, I'm sorry, that was shit. Or, or I even explain, like, I, I, I really try to um, tell you very openly now, I am not feeling very good. Exactly. I am feeling shit. My mood, my my frame of mind is not where it should be today. So, you know, and I, I kind of try to give you that pre-warning so that when I say something, you can be like, babe, yeah, take a breath. You've told me that this is where you're at. Let's. You know, take a breath. Why are you feeling this way? And just with both of us doing that, that saved us so many arguments. Because if you go into that mood or something, like if you know that you just, you know, you're tired, you're stressed, and you don't address that with their, with your partner and they don't know how you're feeling, one of those lash outs, they might take it personally and be like, well, what have I done? Well, yeah. you know, fuck you. I used you to think- lash out so much. I, yeah. was, I was honestly. It, it was a lot, you know, a lot of. Like even when I was doing the drive-in, drive-out stuff, it was a lot of long hours with without me there. You you were still like even without kids, you were doing a lot of the housework and stuff, and you were working long hours as well. And it was a lot of stress piled upon you. Um, but that wasn't really communicated back then. It was no, just we sucked at communication. It was just addressed in the form of a lash out and. We'd just be fine. We'd be fine. We'd be fine. We'd be fine. And then I would explode. And I'm, um, yeah, I definitely, we have learned how to communicate with each other and be, I don't know, we're just very good as a whole person. We're just kind of, mm. I don't know, if you watched us in the kitchen, we're literally one person. Oh, it is <laughs> clockwork. Like, so, Kayla will be chopping up something and then. One of the kids will lose their shit, so Kayla goes and dresses them, and it's literally she goes to drop the knife on the chopping board, and I catch it before it hits. We don't it even speak in the kitchen; we just rotate, like, and it just works perfectly. Yeah, um, not all the time, but no. in general, we just yeah, we don't speak about what goes in food. We just know each other's flavors and cooking is our forte. As a couple, yeah, yeah. we're pretty good. Yeah. Um, I don't like to cook for other people, but no. Boyd and I have each other's flavors. And... Some tastes, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I think we're off topic. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. That Anyway, that was... that was. Um... We're now talking about kitchen. Yeah. We, we now bring you cooking with FIFO oh, families. <laughs> let's do a cooking show. We let's do... not. Yeah. No, we're yeah. not. We're, no, no. Yeah. We're very... We're actually very bad cooks. Yeah. We're just cook the stuff that we like we just which makes us good cooks for us for us but i don't know that anyone else would like our cooking i will never cook for anyone else anyways that so that yeah that was that will never come we're never bringing that to you that was one of my big pet peeves about you but you have you've improved oh thank you thank you thank you um your turn we've we've been pretty good we've been like that since just before just probably in the miscarriage really Brought us together. Brought us together. Yeah. It did. Like just having kids in general, I think, gives you a whole new understanding of sacrifice and when to pick your fights mm. and when to drop them. I think uh, well, our miscarriage brought a lot of 
brought a lot of disruption to our life. Yeah. There was a lot going on within the space of two weeks. Yeah. And as much as I say our first rental living at Glenelg was our make or break it, it was. That was our make or break it. Yeah. But um, our that week of our miscarriage was our biggest test that we've had our, in our relationship. That was that yeah. was we're forever. Yeah. Like but yeah. So on off that beautiful, nice note, you know, the whole teamwork thing. You're Team gonna oh, yeah, now we're gonna get real nasty. Right. Um this is a big one and Boyd and I literally just had an argument last week about this because it fucking grinds me. Um the constant Boyd will get home and I'll be like, so the I've got two left on, two on my list. Do the scenario that happened last week that we had the argument about. The scenario? Yeah. Okay. So Boyd did the shopping on, I don't know what day it was, but he did the shopping and he comes back and we go to put Scarlett to bed and she has no nappies, none. And I'm like, okay, Boyd, did you get nappies in the shop? No. And I was like, okay, we're like, we've got no nappies. And he goes, well, you didn't tell me to buy nappies. In exactly that tone. It wasn't more than that, but it was exactly that. You didn't tell me to buy nappies. And I said, Scarlett, yes, she's toilet trained, but she's she still wears nappies at, at bedtime. And I went, okay, but like you did the shop. You went through the aisle and you and you said to me again, you went, you didn't tell me, so I didn't get them. And I, for the first time ever, I kissed my kids goodnight and I walked out and I went to the bedroom and I shut off. Went in your own little space. And I went, I'm so done with this. Like, it was such a nothing comment in general, um, but it is this constant- It's that build up again because it, it's happened, but I can imagine that it's happened before. Well, it, it, if you're talking about build up, this was the third week in a row that you hadn't bought Scarlet's nappies. Yeah. And the third week in a row where I had said, you know, Scarlet still wears nappies at bedtime. Like you can't, you have to be buying nappies. Like, um, and it was that sharp, your first response was, you didn't tell me, so I didn't get them. Yeah. And I, I went, I'm done. Honestly, I cannot physically, and it goes into that mother's mental load or that person at home that load that you carry, I went, I cannot tell you everything. If you go to the shops and you're not sure, call. Send me a message or just fucking buy them. I didn't think about it. That's that's the main thing. But and you, Yeah, and that's in, it. You just didn't even think. In my defense, it was day one and I don't no. – my automatic thing is Three to Three weeks in a row my, and then your automatic thing is to dig at me – and say, you didn't tell me, but that is not my responsibility. When you say, I'm going to do the shopping, you're, you can't then come back at me and say, you didn't tell me. You chose yeah. to do the shopping. In my defense, it was first day of break. I don't, my first thought isn't to go to Scarlet's drawer and see if there's any, no, 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 no. <laughs> my first thought... <laughs> Isn't to go to straight to Scarlet's drawers and check if there's any nappies in there. I know you're going to go, oh, we've been meaning to get them for three weeks or whatever. But you did her, you changed her nappy the night before. 
I was at work. You changed her nappy the night before and you could have gone, this is the last one. But then are you I'm just, adding, commun- I'm are you just commun- adding to my load that I'm already carrying, that everything else that I'm thinking, all the dinner, the dinner that I'm cooking, the food that I'm prepping for my kids every day, the work that I then attended that day, mm. I went to work that day. I got home. I'm trying to plead my case. Yeah, no, but your case is shit. (laughs) I'm going to cut this and we're going to put it to the people and see who's in the right. The thing is, if you have no, we've already resolved this. As we discuss this, like we have, this is this is resolved. But as we discuss this, I said to you, if you said, "Shit, I forgot," I stand by. I would be annoyed. Hundred percent, I would be annoyed. But. I would have gone, okay, easy mistake. Yeah, and you would have taken my line of defense wherever I've gone, okay, it's his last, oh, it's his first day back. He was just. Yeah, but the fact that you jumped at me and said, it's my fault because I didn't tell you and I didn't instruct you on every single item that needed to be. And when I say this, we did a lot of the shopping list, we did it together. And you still couldn't tell me that we needed that. <laughs> but we didn't get to the nappies and stuff. We just did the vegetables of what I'd used through the week. And obviously we need milk and stuff like that. But we didn't get to the that sort of thing. That was just a general thing. Scarlett is nearly three. Obviously, we've mm. been doing this for three years. You need to buy nappies. Yeah. Um, and, yes, she only wears them at bedtime. But... It was just that jumping down my throat and saying, you didn't tell me. And I went, I, I physically, I look after two children on a constant. Yeah. And then you come home and you go, you didn't tell me this. You didn't tell me this. And then it gets even worse because then I tell you stuff and you go, oh, my God, back off. Don't tell me everything. Like, I can do this. I'm a dad. I've been a dad for three years. You know, I can, don't. Fucking instruct me on every single thing. But then you jump down my throat and say, oh, you didn't tell me. You didn't tell me. Yeah. Right. We'll put it to the people, but I think you're going to win. You're very convincing. I don't even care. I don't I don't <laughs> care if I win or don't win. That's 100% how I feel. And no one can tell me that I shouldn't feel that way because when you're looking after two children or when you're looking after anyone on a constant basis and then you run that someone else comes in trying to help and you go, cool, I'll tell you this, I'll tell you that. And then you get the, all right, I got this. Don't tell me. And then you go, okay, well, I'm just trying to help. Yeah. And then you get the back in your face, the don't tell, uh, you know, you didn't tell me. Yeah. And so you can't, you can never win. Yeah. Yeah. Cause a lot of that comes with, like for me, it comes with a lot of pride stuff as 100%, well. 100%. Because like 100%. Just, just something simple is like, you know, um, like changing Teddy or trying to trying to get him dressed for bed or something. He's like it's like trying to put PJs on an octopus with him at the moment because he's if you don't give him something to distract him, he just crawls everywhere. He flips himself around, breaks his spine in half, and um, like I'd be changing him, and then you could hear him crying and me swearing at him, and we don't all, swear at him that, like, all, like sa- that, sa- but... saying all sorts, but. Um, then you'd come in and you'd like give him a dummy or a toy or something, and I'd just feel like going, I can do it by myself. Mm. But, and that's fair. Yeah. Like, I don't want to feel useless when I come home. Like, I want to still come home from work 
And I don't want to just be identified as, oh, I'm just the worker in the family. I want to come home and be a dad and be able to do this stuff without any assistance. So when you come in, it does help. But in my mind at the time, I'm just like, I can do this myself. I can do this myself. Bugger off. Like, yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. And that's, that's like what you're saying with the, like, if you overload with me with information, I'm just like, I don't need to know this stuff. I, I, I can do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But it's so hard to find that line of telling you enough that helps you. Yeah. Because obviously, especially with their young age, a lot changes in a week. So much changes in a week. And so it's that constant trying to be like, okay, I need to tell you this. I need to tell you this. I need to tell you this. The rest you can work out for yourself. But then it's that shit. I didn't tell you this. Am I going to cop that? You Mm. didn't tell me. Yeah. Or I didn't tell you this. And then you just, you just do. You cop that. You didn't tell me. So now this happened and you're like, I can't win. Yeah. And I, I get it from your perspective. I do. But just honestly, well, if you can't tell from last week, don't jump down my throat and tell me that you, I didn't tell you because I will kiss the kids goodnight and walk out the room. And bugger off. And next time it might not be the back to the bedroom. It might be down to the pub. or <laughs> <laughs> No, probably not. I probably would just go to sleep. Yeah. Hmm. Anyways. That's that's yeah. That's crossed everything off your list. Well, I yeah, I, mean, a, I thought it'd be a lot long. No, because that next one sort of ties in with that. It does, and then yeah, it goes into the another pet peeve is the uh, like this is more FIFO related than anything is just having to constantly relay all the information that happens, and then like the constant going, did I forget something? Yeah, that's sort of your all of the above. <laughs> Yeah, that's just, it is more FIFO than you. It's that Boyd misses out on this, so I have to remember to tell you if I don't like that. And that's where Snapchat works really well for us because yep. I will go and Snapchat everything that I think is mainly important through our day so I don't have to constantly relay that information yep. word for word. Yeah. Um. But then, yeah, like you get home and I'm having to tell you this broke, this isn't working, I've yeah. already done this, I've already done that, I haven't done this, this really needs to get done. Yeah. So that's just a pet peeve with FIFO really rather than you. Sorry. Yeah, have, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it comes with all FIFO workers I'd say or FIFO families is having to constantly communicate anything to do with the house and kids and appointments that need to fix up anything in that house or, yeah, doctor's appointments with kids or anything like that. You need, it's, yeah. It all comes with that communication. Yeah. There's a lot of communication to make things flow yep. in our life. and But that, that goes back to everything, basically everything we talk about. I don't think we could do this if we were at the communication level that we were at, you know, five years ago. Yeah. So most of your pet peeves about me are just, communication base and listening <laughs> yeah me not listening and snappy i guess the yeah. snappiness like that's what oh yeah like i said that just comes down to like pride issues and me feeling like you don't trust me doing like just the normal father stuff but it's never a trust thing it's more of a what can i do to help you i can't yeah yeah and just just little things like you like, oh, I know you're probably right most of the time, but 
dressing dressing the kids and that sort of thing. Like oh, I, well, you're colour coding. It's <laughs> not great. Colour coding. Oh, I'll, I'll just get, like, we'd be going for a walk, like, just a simple walk. No, down I to the playground or something. I'll I'll just chuck the kids in the trackies and a jumper, and Kayla just give me that look like, mm, really? I'm like, what? We go for a walk down to jump in puddles, and he dresses them in like their good going out bloody wedding attire. And wedding I'm like, attire. Wow. When have they gone to a wedding? No, before? they don't. But like, you dress them in their best clothes. I'm like, we're going jumping in puddles. We go to football, and he dresses Scarlett in. Orange and brown. Yeah, well, red, brown, and gold. It's close enough. It was atrocious. It did no, no. You, but it wasn't like we went in the car and I took her out of the car and got her change. I literally walked out of the shower and went, "You can rethink that." Yeah, I shouldn't. Yeah, I shouldn't say that. There's nothing to. We've got a lack of clothes to dress them in because then you'll just go and do another. Bloody big shopping order. I just did their shopping. I did. I, I do an order. I know, I know you do. I do a seasonal shop for my kids. I know you do. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> their wardrobes but, were uh, empty, mate. Okay. Anyway, I reckon. I oh know. I'll. I'll go one more because I think you've taken up ninety percent of the word count in this podcast. Well, you didn't write anything. Did I know, you? but I'm thinking of them as I go. Uh, but I think come one, at me, bro. <laughs> one of the big ones is I reckon. You're a big hypocrite. Mm? Yep. And you're a stubborn hypocrite. So just small well, things. Stubborn. I know I'm stubborn. Like, oh, that's oh, fine. Yeah, but if, hypocrite, I don't love that word. Yeah. Good. I don't love that. I might walk out. Oh, oh and trust me, I'm, I'm the same. I think all these things I'll bring up, I'm exactly the same. But it'll be things like, like Kayla was saying, me leaving clothes on the floor. She is so much worse than me, but then she'll come back with the argument, oh, but I'm the one that does all the washing. I am the one that does all the washing. Yeah. I do all the... All right. I'm, oh. Yeah, it's my one. <laughs> so we've already had your argument about that. <laughs> um, like watching watching a movie and I'll be flicking through my phone and then Cal will be like, all right, you've you've been on your f- bloody phone enough. We've, we said we're going to watch this movie. Just put it away. So I put it away and then five minutes later I'll look over and she's scrolling through... No, yes. no, no, yeah. that does not happen. That's it false. Always. That is happens. false. No. That is false. I literally say to you, okay, we're having no phones anymore. We both put our phones down. It doesn't happen. That's a lie. It's not. That is not fabricated. That is the complete truth. You're, you're a fibber. That doesn't happen. See what I mean by stubborn? The stubborn hypocrite. Denial. Stop calling me a hypocrite. I don't like you're, it. You're in denial. I have to say, if, like, often, hey, no, you pulled me up at the zoo the other day and you were like, you were just on your phone. And I was like, as in my phone, on my phone in the car. And you were like, oh, yeah, shit, that's my bad. Yeah, well, that's the thing. We're good at pulling each other up on it because I'll give you a look, like, after you've told me something and you'll be like, yep, okay, okay, shit. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yes, like sometimes I'll literally, I'll like we do say something again. I'll be like, "Oh shit, yeah, sorry, I completely reneged on that." But that's just, I guess that's that's just natural behavior, and then it's habit as well. So you're trying to break a habit. Yeah, 
Yeah, so as stubborn as you are, you do pull yourself up on it pretty quickly sometimes. We both just have that, yeah. I don't know. I just like to, I mean, when you're saying about the phone, I like to both, we're on it a lot. We do a lot on our phone in terms of communication. Oh, especially with um, this thing now, this podcast. We, yeah. Yeah. It, it's good. Like We, we enjoy it. It, it does take up a lot of time um, responding and all that, but we love seeing all the messages and actually responding to them together. So that's why it's so good being home with Kayla um, going through all this sort of stuff. It's good seeing them together and actually replying as a couple rather than having to sort of go back and forth between each other and say, oh, what what do I reply to this person? Or, but yeah, so or we'll, like, are you replying to it or am I replying to it? But yeah, like in all, as most people in this generation would understand and think, we are on our phones a fair bit and on the laptop. And so, I, yeah, I do like to say, okay, no more phones. And then sometimes something comes up or a pe- an important text message comes up yeah. and then you get distracted. And I do pull myself up on that. So don't, like, you can't tell me that I don't. I can, yeah, but a lot of things you are pretty stubborn with. I'm very stubborn. That's yeah. my personality. I'm, yeah. I'm 100% stubborn. Is that it? You, your pet peeve is that I'm stubborn? Sometimes. It's pet peeves. It's not hate. Mate, I could go into much further depth if we're going into that. Righto. Any more off the top of your head? Or are we going to leave it there before things get too serious? <laughs> before I end up in a body bag? No, I think that's like the main... Well, I mean, I feel like I targeted different things to you. You targeted me personally because you're <laughs> oh, <an asshole>. What? <laughs> Well, everything on that is okay. Well, me me not listening—that's just a personality trait. Nah, I think yeah, we didn't really target anything too bad. Um, but I think that all boils down to the fact that we communicate so much. So pet peeves become a little less peevy. <laughs> yeah. No, they they become a little less important. Because you're communicating about them so and, much. And we know how to handle them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we really don't have all that many. I mean, I know we have a lot. Like, in general, we do have a lot. Yeah. Um, but we just joke about them and talk about them so much. Yeah, exactly. They're not things we absolutely despise about each other. They're just small things that we do that makes our skin crawl. <laughs> Another, oh, I guess you got a pet peeve, but, like, you will just fall asleep. All the time. Like, you fall asleep in, like, five minutes. We'll put a movie on. You'll be like, yeah, I want to watch a movie. And then the next minute you're falling asleep next to me and I'm like, why did we do this? I would have gone to bed. If you, you used to be it. like that. I did not. You used no, to be like pregnant, that. pregnant. Pregnant. I would go to sleep on you. I've never done it not pregnant. And pregnancy gives me all the excuses in the world and I'm – Allowed to do whatever the fuck I want when I'm pregnant. So. You you can never win an argument against a pregnant woman, <laughs> ever. And I don't do it not pregnant. I've never done it. I'm always the one awake. And literally, like, a couple nights ago, you, you went, yeah, 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 let's watch a movie. And within seconds, you were asleep. Do you remember what night that was? No. So that would have been coming off night shift, night one home. So I don't care. Oh. I literally gave you the option, let's go to bed or say, and you, no, 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 I want to watch a movie. I want to stay up and watch a movie. <laughs> you have no sympathy for me at, at all. I'd been up since 
Two o'clock. Um, two. No, I don't have sympathy because I have a one-year-old who still wakes four times a night. So do I. You get a week's worth of sleeping whenever you want. Whenever I want. Well, through that nighttime hours. Yeah. I don't care. There is a difference between waking or having a shit night's sleep and being demanded you wake up to cater for a child. That's not there is a difference. That's not what we're talking about, though. You're talking about just me falling asleep while watching a movie. And I'm, but or, also, or just also, let me talk, please. Also, pet peeve please. is that you can just fall asleep the second we go to bed and you're just out and you just fall asleep and you just, oh, yep, I'm good. I'm out. Sleep time. And I'm like awake for another hour watching the clock and here still and not then, what we're talking about yeah that is my pet peeve because you just all of a sudden you're just like magically asleep and you're just like this angelic person that's like Woo, i get to go to sleep now and i'm like oh cool i'll listen to every single sound through the house make sure everything in my mind go through every single scenario in my brain and try and stop yeah. it yeah and and that comes with like, I guess, your mental load as a mum, which you'll probably go on in about in another episode. Yeah. Because that's a pretty big topic. But, yeah, I, I, I guess, I yeah, I come in and I'm, I realise that I'm going to have broken sleep due to the kids coming home. What did you just break? I just broke my pen. You broke your pen? That's your favourite one as well. That's my favourite pen. <laughs> really sad. That's a shame. Keep talking. Uh, I can't even I'll mourn this later. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we'll, have a, we'll hold a funeral for Callan's pen. Um, but with, yeah, we'll probably do an episode on the mental load of mums, not just FIFO. Maybe like three episodes. That's a fair bit. Yeah, yeah. It'll be chock a block. It'll be like a marathon. We'll do a marathon episode. Oh, we're now doing a talk show on cooking and a marathon on mental yeah. load. It'd be like the Lord of the Rings of podcasts. <laughs> I think we're done here. We're done? Yeah, I think we're done here. Yeah, it's getting late. We're rambling. I want to put on a movie and fall asleep in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I'm and get... not listen when I talk to you. I'm going to get another drink. Right. We're out. We're out. Keep sending us some messages and feedback on the socials. We don't have really have socials, of course. Socials. Mate, I told you to keep this shorter. You're making it longer. Well, how good was last week? Just do that again? I don't know. Just say, catch you later. Thanks for listening. Nah. Any any questions or feedback, hit us up on Instagram at just a FIFO fan. And we look forward to hearing from you. Okay. How's that? Catch ya. Bye. <laughs>